0: There's only one. There's only one pod in the Motor City that's keeping you up-to-date on everything Detroit sports. This is The Daily Ticket with your host, Jeff Rieger. Hey,
1: everybody. What's going on? Jeff Rieger, another episode of The Daily Ticket. And today, early on a Monday, we're joined by Rico Beard. He has his own podcast, The Five Star Zone. And, of course, he's the co-host with The and Rico Show. Every day on the ticket from 2 to 6. What's
0: going on, Rico? Long day, Rieger. Long Sunday. But, yeah, it was a a lot going on in East Lansing. Uh, When I left the game Saturday night, biggest concern, how do you stop Michael Penix and the (laughs) number six Washington Huskies? Now, how do you salvage a season and not have the Titanic sink again?
1: All right, so what we're talking about, because we'd rather talk about the first
0: week of the NFL or
1: maybe how Michigan State could beat Washington or Michigan, not covering again, by the way, but we're forced to talk about Mel Tucker, who was suspended by Michigan State without pay. And it was weird because I think everybody went to bed on Saturday night and they woke up with the USA Today article that pretty much explains that Mel Tucker is accused of of sexually harassing Brenda Tracy, who is a prominent rape survivor and advocate. And th- this report, super yeah, detailed. it
0: was
1: a... Uh... Well, the report's super detailed. I'll break down it real quick though. According to USA Today, Tucker and Tracy formed a relationship over the span of eight months. Tracy visited campus three times, twice to talk to students about sexual violence, one time to be the honorary captain of a spring football game, As the report goes, the relationship was unappended during a phone call in April 28, 2022. According to Tracy, she filed a complaint with the Title IX office. Her and Tucker were on the phone. Tucker made sexual comments about her and then he was pleasuring himself. Tracy said it opened up wounds from 25 years ago when she was assaulted. Both Tucker and Tracy have differing versions of the incident. And that's pretty much where we are right now. There's a lot of details. So if you want to check it out yourself, go to USA Today and read all the details. But Tucker has one claim. Of course, Tracy has another. And Mel Tucker has been suspended without pay. And you got to believe he's going to be fired once the hearing of t- uh, Title IX in October 4th happens.
0: Yeah, Rigor, I think that's a safe assumption that Tucker probably closed his last game at Michigan State the Richmond game. And that, that was it. And no one knew that when we left the press box, it was, you know, goodbye to Matt Charbonneau who may be the luckiest <laughs> man in the world, because he doesn't have to cover any of this. He got out of the game at the right <laughs> time, but it's like, Holy hell you watch. I'm, I'm I'm up late. I'm rewatching the state game. I'm going over some topics and taking notes for the Monday show and then all of a sudden a buddy of mine on the West coast sends me some text messages. And now all of a sudden we're reading the stuff together. And it's just like, you know, why can't Michigan state just have nice things? Why can't they just do things the right way? And are you serious? And then it, it went from, you know, cause the first one was from Dan Murphy and you know, when Dan go blue Murphy, writes stuff. Uh, okay. Whatever. <laughs> but then when the USA today article came out, it was like, okay, wow um there's a lot to unpack here and yeah it sounded if it sounded like a relationship that didn't have boundaries it sounded like a relationship where one thought one thing the other thought something else I don't know everything that went down but you know hey Tucker comes out and and the second I read it he was like yeah you know I, I I did uh, masturbate while I was on the phone with her and, you know, it was something that I regret. I was just like, well, yeah, you're fired. Just you admit right. it. There's no, well, maybe it wasn't me. Maybe she misunderstood. No, you're, you're, you're going to be gone. The school I think is doing the right thing because you even rigor. There's, there's certain things where there's no coming back. And this is one where there is no coming back from, because you lost all credibility you you can't have him be your leader of men your leader of your football program with this over his head because you now became a walking joke i mean cue all the tuck coming and all the keep chopping recently seriously you, you you can't this man is now tainted now i don't know if it's consensual or not brenda says it wasn't she asked him to stop she, goes, she was like, what are you doing? But then she was like, well, she said she froze and just was, I'm paraphrasing. She didn't hang up,
1: right? Yeah, she didn't yeah, she hang didn't up. she didn't hang up, and, and she, she froze. She, she was frozen.
0: She allowed him to continue until he thanked her. I don't know what happened.
1: Yeah, but Rico, okay? the, the stuff that doesn't make Tuck look good here, I mean, the whole incident obviously makes him look awful. But then after the phone call, according to the report, it was three months between talking Right, and she was supposed to go back to Michigan State to do one of her training seminars, and then Tuck canceled it and claimed that there was somebody else, a new mental coach, that had taken that slot. Reports said that was bogus; that never happened. And then Tuck is throwing out accusations even about Paula
0: Levine, which nobody ever named. You yeah. never, ever, ever mentioned Paula Levine in Michigan State because that's like catnip to Paula. Paula. I promise you we'll probably have some new report on Michigan State based off of that. And then she's going to go back and put the timeline in with Tom Izzo and D'Antonio and all the stuff that went on, Larry Nasser. Guess what? If you're a Michigan State fan and you finally got over Larry Nasser stuff, it's about to come back up again because he threw her name in there. It's like, Mel, you probably Re- had an inappropriate relationship with – one of the two people in the world, you look, I'm not advocating it, but there's 10 billion women out there. <laughs> Tracy's probably not the one that you want to do these types of things with because of what she's gone through in the past. No, it's just a big no. And then you invoke the name of Paula Levine, it's not going to go well for you. And this is why Michigan State had to suspend him because, from what I gathered, and you know, I, um, I heard somebody on with Costa over the weekend. It was a Title IX lawyer. And it sounds as if they can suspend him without pay because at the time it was anonymous. You didn't know what was going on. You just knew that there was something going on. Right. But once it public, it's now detrimental to the university and now it's harmful to the university. And now they can go ahead and suspend him without pay. I do not expect him to come back. I think that... What you're going to see now is probably some type of a, a settlement buyout. Mel, there's no way in hell you're going to get $80 million. You're not going to get the remainder of your contract. You probably are going to get uh, an eighth of that. We'll give you maybe 8 to 10000000 million. You're not going to sue us. You're going to go away. He'll be a, a defensive analyst at Georgia or Alabama or some SEC school. Right. And, you know, he'll try to rehab his 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 career similar to – you know, what a lot of other coaches have done, the Steve Sarkeesian's and such.
1: Well, the comment about Tucker, just real quick, that was weird. He said that he heard that Paula Levine, about Paula Levine rather, was investigating the veracity of Tracy's gang rape story, meaning maybe she was lying about it. And then of course they reached out to Paula Levine for comments and she's like, No, that's not the case at all. And then she issued her own statement. So as you mentioned, that's not going to play well for Michigan State. But but Rico, think about this for a second. Mel Tucker signed a massive contract, 10 years, 95 million bucks, right? He had to have known people probably wanted him gone, right? There is probably a reason this story leaked when it happened to leak. And Mel Tucker, unfortunately, just helped all of his naysayers along by doing something so stupid. And you're absolutely right. Even though he says he regrets it, he admits to it, and they call Tracy a vendor of Michigan State. So it's a total inappropriate relationship, even if what happened on the phone doesn't happen on the phone, right?
0: It is, I mean, yeah. I mean, Mel's married. Probably,
1: yeah, Maybe not long.
0: <laughs> well, uh, you know what, and that's a whole nother story because, yeah, I mean, you hear rumors about that as well. But you, th- yes, because of what she does, it, it erodes away at her credibility, it erodes away at what she's trying to do, and the message she's trying to put out there that you probably don't want to date her. You just want to make this professional because you want her to go out there and champion a cause. Tell these men, don't do to young women what happened to her, and then you get into this relationship. And the thing is, this is one where, man, you you better know exactly what you're doing, and th- you can't just kind of let it float in the gray area, which it sounds like it did, because they had bunches of phone calls, both destroyed. Yep. I mean, erased all of their text messages, which leads you to wonder. What was said that neither party wanted the public to know about? It leads me to believe, Rieger, I don't know to what extent, but there was some type of a relationship. And by relationship, I'm not meaning sexual relationship, but there was a relationship that went past business and went past Air Jordan's shoes. She said that he would talk to her about family and they would talk about Their personal lives, mental health, it starts to blur. And that's where, okay, well, I thought maybe we were cooler than this. If you're going to be professional, you got to be professional. Mel Tucker basically gave everybody who wanted him gone because he made too much money, because this man of this color shouldn't be making this much money. You handed them the keys to put you away forever. And so they don't have to pay you. So we can move on. And you got Michigan State saying, hey, we're not the same Michigan State. We're not the old Michigan State, even though it looks like we're the old Michigan State. We're not the old Michigan State. We're the new Michigan State. Oh, by the way, here's Mark D'Antonio. What?
1: Well, well, see, that's the thing. Let's get into that very quickly, okay? So Mel Tucker out of the picture. And as you mentioned, he's probably going to get fired eventually, and Michigan State's going to get to recoup the majority of the contract that they – happened to give him to begin with. Maybe Matt Ishbia gets his money back, so I'm sure he's happy about this. But Alan Holler, the AD for MSU. Well, here's,
0: here's the thing. Ishbia, real quick, the Ishbia money and the Saints money went into like an escrow account. So it was there so that they couldn't back out of the deal. Right. Technically, Mel still hadn't gotten that money or he only got pieces of that money. But that money was set aside in escrow. So, yes, you're right. Now, either uh, St. Andre and Ishbia will use that money for the next coach or they get it back. So, I'm sorry. Go
1: ahead. That's okay, though. So, Alan Holler, the AD for MSU, claimed today or yesterday that he knew about the reports back in December. So, why wouldn't you suspend Mel at that point? And then, as you mentioned, the interim president comes out and says, hey, If you think this is old MSU, it's not. This is new MSU because the investigations are neutral and they're fair. But what's changed, Rico? What has changed other than the USA Today report coming out? Because Tucker was allowed to coach against Central. He was allowed to coach against Richmond. They knew about the allegations way back in December. And then, oh, hey. This report comes out and he's literally suspended the next day. Why didn't you do it before? And for everybody that remembers Larry Nasser, two decades of really failing to act against complaints against Larry Nasser. I'm not saying it's the same thing by any means, of course, but that happened and now this happened. Wouldn't you think MSU, as soon as they heard these reports, would act so swiftly and Mel never sees the light of day to begin the season?
0: I mean, rigor. You would think so, but um, I think their plausible deniability is they knew of accusations, but they didn't know what the, the extent. accusations were. You knew there was something on record, and I don't know if 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 Alan could pick up the phone and say, "Hey, Mel, give me a heads up. What am I getting ready to walk into?" I don't think that they were allowed to talk because they are trying to be new MSU. No contact, no influence, no nothing. I almost have to go in here and and, and be in the bubble with this. So I don't need to know anything. You don't tell me anything. I'll find out when I find out. And I think that they all woke up this morning or last night, I'm sure, and saw the same things like, holy hell, I'm sorry. What? You did what? With who? When? why <laughs> every every Michigan State person is all just like well why? I mean it's just that why would you do this like you you had it all and you threw it all away and if you're Mel he, I mean, he says he regrets it but it's like Mel horrible decision and it's so dumb school, I mean you put the school right back to square one where now it's fair game to talk about Larry Nasser and throw this in there with all the other stuff that's happened in the school and in the different programs just when that wound had finally started to heal rigor, we're almost back to square one because this is the new story and it will be the story until you hire a new coach let's face it and if this is going to drag out for the next three weeks, I feel sorry for Harlan Barnett, the interim coach, because he's got to answer questions. The kids got to answer questions, just like the MSU basketball team with Cassius Winston yep. and Miles Bridges had to answer Larry Nasser questions. And it was so unfair to those young men because they it never met this man, and every game. They had to answer questions. They had to, they couldn't get frustrated. They couldn't get angry. Because if you got angry, oh, what are you hiding? What are you covering up? People so judge say, you. Ma'am, yes, ma'am. I don't know anything about this. I don't know anything about this. And I felt sorry because they actually had one of the best seasons ever that nobody remembers. Because it was just Larry Nasser, Larry Nasser, Larry Nasser. Oh, and then you lose to Syracuse. So Rico,
1: I got a couple more questions before you let
0: we let you go. Number one, you already mentioned it.
1: But okay, so Harlan Barnett promoted to at least the active head coach, which, hey, if he beats Washington, who knows? Maybe he gets the job. Heck, maybe he goes in and he beats Michigan, and then he's the next head coach in Michigan State football, and life is easy. But they also bring Mark D'Antonio back. And you already mentioned that. So D'Antonio, and I think you said this this weekend, a 97 won the ticket with Jim Costa. You said D'Antonio left in scandal. The guy that replaces D'Antonio is now leaving in scandal. And then D'Antonio's yeah, freaking back. coming back. Yeah. And this is the same guy that left the program in worse shape than when he took the job. He stuck around way too long to get his $4.3 million bonus. And he left MSU in a freaking lurch to find Tucker to begin with, to be turned down by Fickle. And now he's coming back? Like, again, this is bad decisions by Mel Tucker. It's about Mel Tucker. But it MSU is. is making another bad...
0: Why are you bringing Mark D'Antonio back? What the hell are you thinking? You're bringing Mark D'Antonio back, Rieger, for stabilization. And, uh, you know, that's Harlan... Bar. He was the D.C. under Harlan Barnett. So I think Harlan is like, hey, I need a sounding board. Sure. Maybe a fresh pair of eyes and ears. I'm always for a fresh pair of eyes and ears around the program, especially if there's a former coach around. But... It's hard for me to hear you say it's a new MSU when you did bring somebody back who kind of left this program. You left the day before signing day. You left this program in bad shape. Tucker then had to come in and fix it. Now he leaves like that. And now you're coming back because I think people forget that it was the whole recruiting scandal with him and Curtis Blackwell when Dan Wright said, well, I never took Curtis on trips except for Curtis kept receipts. And there's a picture of D'Antonio, Curtis Blackwell, and Daylon Hayes, who ended up going to Notre Dame, all standing around a Christmas tree. That's Right. right. You actually did take him on recruiting trips. What a freaking
1: mess from Mel Tucker Alan Holler, the interim president. I mean, listen, all the people, and nobody's into the whole rivalry radio right now because you know, Michigan State fans and Michigan fans are not going to get a oh, rigor. Come on, man,
0: you expect people to be responsible. This, no, of course, is, not. whenever of course a scandal not. happens, it's always Big Ten power rankings. Well, your school had Dr. Anderson, where well, you had Larry Nasser. Well, hey,
1: both coaches too. are suspended right now. How about right. that? First time in Big Ten history.
0: That's true. And yeah, no. I mean, I guess if MSU knew, I think I'm going to give Alan Holler and, and the president the benefit of the doubt. If they knew. Then they knew all the details that we all know now. I don't think he's coaching that first game, but I think they were set up to. We're going to find out during your bye week what the hell is going on. They knew it was something, but you can't punish somebody. If you don't know what they did and they're not allowed to talk because that's the whole thing. They wanted it to be hands off. They didn't want any influence, but, and it's only went public because Brenda Tracy allowed her name to be put out there. So that's why all of a sudden we know who the person is because normally in events like this, you redact the young lady or the person's name and you, the public never knows that name. It's only heard in the privacy of the hearings, but because she allowed it to go public, I think that's why they had to suspend them because now it's not a secret anymore. Now they're like, well, yeah, that's the name that's in in it. That's, that's who we're talking about. So yeah, we, we got to know. Now the question is, did they read that 106 page report that was filed back in June or July or did they just stay in the bubble and that was going to be on their reading starting that weekend? I don't know. These are questions that I really wish they would have answered at the press conference, but they cut the press conference. I don't know why you have a press conference if you don't want to answer questions. It's called a
1: statement if that's the case. Well, Rico, you bring it up again, going back to the old MSU and the new MSU. If you truly are a new MSU and you want to be open and honest, maybe you open it up for all the reporters in attendance to answer whatever questions they have until they're done with their questions. Like, it, that's another bad look to
0: only it, answer three questions and then leave. It's, it, it's uncomfortable, and I'm sure that neither, they didn't want to spend their Sunday afternoon answering these types of questions and while we're thankful that they showed up it's like okay guys this is kind of the bad with the job where you 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 gotta do this it's like Rieger, in our job, it's like some days you don't want to do certain topics, but you don't get to pick yeah. and choose the things that you want to talk about.
1: Like this Anybody topic right here. want to talk here.
0: about this topic no. later on. No. I want to talk about Jordan Love and who's going to compete
1: with the Lions for the NFC North. I don't want to talk
0: right. about this. I, I want to harass David about his Steelers losing yes. to the Niners. I want to talk about that. I want Lions fans to tell me why their team is the best team, but you don't get to do that all the time. I say that to say, Sometimes a job is difficult and you grit your teeth and you go through it and nothing's going to be as bad as it seems. And you'll find out that, oh, okay, we made it through this. And now it's almost a greater respect because you got to hear everything rather, because when you don't, when you cut off press conferences and you don't answer questions, it only leads to speculation. Whereas if you talk to people and give them answers, you fill in the gaps yourself. You control the narrative. And that's kind of what I would like for Michigan State to do: is just take the bull by the horns, knowing this is a bad situation, but we are going to own this, we are going to fix this, and we are going to get past this. Because if you just take it as it comes along, it's it's the old phrase that John U. Bacon says: you're, you're turning a one day story into a two day story, and that's what you never want to do. Rico Beard from Of course, the and Rico
1: Show. Make sure you listen every day, 2 to 6. And the 97 won the ticket. He also has a podcast himself, The Five Star Zone. And I got to believe you're going to be talking about this very time. Well, that
0: was funny because all of a sudden (laughs) on Sunday morning, you could tell when people found out the news because text messages start rolling in at different times. And Howard Griffith, my co-host of The Five Star Zone, Mel, what the hell? (laughs) Yeah. I mean... this is just one where you're just like, I don't really, I don't know what to say. Why can't, if you're a state fan, why can't we have nice things? It's like, and I'm not equating it to all of this rigor, but it's just like, you know, when just when you start to really feel good about something, the bottom falls with this football team. It's like, hey, D'Antonio beats Notre Dame with little giants. And then he has a heart attack.
1: Oh, that's a good point so rico for-
0: watch jackson beats michigan and then he, and then he, he breaks his head. hip and he's in the <laughs> hospital for six months it's like just, can't you just have nice things at some point okay last one
1: for you and i know you got to go and i appreciate you joining me here but what do you think the atmosphere is going to be like on saturday against washington it should be all about washington that's a major opponent you guys are going to be a massive dog i would assume and you got a little revenge maybe on your mind with what happened to washington last year but are, are we looking at protesters are we looking at booing michigan state i mean you're still rooting no, for the kids I don't, I don't, I don't, what do you gonna think is going to happen gonna
0: that i don't think you're going to get that i think i think that's one of the reasons why d'antonio was there because short term People still like D'Antonio. They're going to be honoring the Rose Bowl team at the game. So D'Antonio and the team, it's it's going to be one of those. I think let's try to move on. Let's kind of heal past this. And let's let's take all of the angst and all of the anxiety and all the anger and all the just the frustration. And let's focus this all and cheering for this team to beat the Huskies. I don't think you're going to get protesting because, I mean, basically, I mean, he acknowledged it and the school handled their business. I right. mean, I'll give them credit, rigor within 24 hours of hearing that, boom, we're having press conferences. He's suspended without pay. They're not dragging their feet. They're moving on. I mean, you're not going to appease everybody. There's going to be some fans that's going to be upset, but I think it's a five o'clock game on Peacock. You know, I don't know this for a fact, but I kind of assumed that this was going to be the game. They break out their black uniforms and they were going to turn this into a big event. I don't know if they still go that route or if they just try to downplay things. But honestly, you can't. You're in the middle of this. Here's the dirty little secret about college sports. The greatest deodorant is winning. You want to make the people feel good. You go out and you beat Washington. And I know some people are going to listen to this, but but you're being disrespectful for sex. No, I'm not. I'm not being disrespectful to sexual assault victims. But what I'm saying is, if you're talking about the fans and you're talking about the crowd, you give them something to focus on, they will will soon forget about this. And if you win, you can do and get away with a lot. When you lose, everybody focuses on every little thing that you do. If they go out there and they upset Washington Rieger, they're talking about that for at least 24 hours. They're going to be happy. They're going to be giddy. They're going to forget that their coach went out there and flat out embarrassed himself and embarrassed the program. If you win. Now, if you lose, well, did you lose? It doesn't go away. Because you were focused. We're adding layers on top of this. But if you win, gutsy performance. These kids, you know, the grit and they, they move past it and they focus and they beat the Huskies. And it's like, we'll have to wait and see. But I think I say all that to say, I think the fan base will be there in support because the players didn't do anything. I mean, the, the program didn't do anything. The head coach did something that you're like, Mel, what the hell, man? You should get a shirt like that. Mel,
1: what the hell it does rhyme. Rico, my man, thank you. Listen to Rico every day on the ticket. Listen to the five-star zone. And we will catch you tomorrow on the Daily Ticket where hopefully we talk about more fun stuff. Make sure, as always, rate and review and follow. Rico, you're the best. We'll catch you next time. Thanks, man. I see you, Rico. We'll see you guys tomorrow.